0: This podcast episode is an investigative piece that will be discussing sensitive topics that may be triggering to some. All parties mentioned herein are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Listener discretion is advised. So if I read this to you, what would you say? Quote, you guys have nightmares? What are they about? Mine are always about someone breaking into my house and taking my computer. But that always scares me because I'm like, if someone stole my computer... You know how much blackmail they would have on me. I mean, the fact that I haven't been on to catch a predator is a miracle. And for most of you, I feel, if that were a normal human being, and I'm saying normal very loosely, you would probably be mortified and disgusted, right? Did you maybe think that this was about Donald Trump? Or did you think that maybe it was about somebody else? Well, this is actually something that came from YouTuber, Shane Dawson. If you know Jess and I, you know that at one point, well I was anyway, I was a diehard Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson girl. You still are a fan of both, right?
1: To an extent. To an extent. I am waiting to see more from both sides, Um, just huh. because I believe in the whole, there are two sides to every story. Oh, absolutely. And because with that quote, there's a lot of interpretation, just because I know, especially with the kind of shock humor that used to be, like, the big trends back then. Yeah. It could just be the kind of things he wrote on his computer for jokes, for potential content. It could be because, if you think about it, how many stupid racy pictures are there of young girls for cartoons? And it could be that he was finding pictures to use for the posters and his skits. So, I don't know what it could be about. I'm waiting for more to come to light. So, I... I don't know. I don't have a full-on opinion yet. I'm disgusted by it. I don't know how to feel yet. I'm waiting for more.
0: Now, let's back the bus up a little bit for our, our listeners, I should say. A year ago, beauty YouTuber Tati Westbrook came out with a video about fellow beauty YouTuber James Charles called "By Sister." Basically, what she was saying in this video was a slew of... And I'm just going to say allegations because it hasn't been legally proven yet that these things actually happened, although I believe most of it to an extent that James Charles, who is very young, was grooming straight men, that he would prey on straight men. I'm saying this is somebody that is bisexual. I think it's very common. I think nowadays, a lot of times, it's like a Ooh, what can I get this
1: person to do, you know? And I think it's more so people in power positions.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, I don't,
1: I don't, I definitely don't think it's a, mo- a majority of the gay community. I think it's a lot of the time people in power positions. You even heard, if you're gonna go back and look at documentaries, if you look at the docu-series Shane Dawson did with Jeffree Star, and he talked about how he did some stuff with, some allegedly straight men who if he talked about it he would be killed and they had threatened him like there are people in power who love to push boundaries and i think that's a huge part of it
0: yeah it, what tati was saying and there was one example that she had laid out about how um at a birthday dinner that she had i guess james was hitting on the waiter and the waiter had said straight out like i'm like, straight up, and even Tati kind of was like, listen, you can't be behaving this way. And he said, it doesn't matter I'm famous. Who cares? And when this video came out, Jeffree Starr, who was friends with Tati at the time, inserted himself into it and was basically saying that James was a creditor and that he was a danger to society. And that the reason why him and his then boyfriend Nathan Schwann wouldn't allow him a there, was because of James's behavior. And he, James is not any stranger to the whole I pray on stray men rumor. Because another teenager came out with a video saying that James was trying to pray on him. That he was vicarious. Because of the fact that James knew this, he tried to take advantage of that. And that's screwed up. You know, absolutely. absolutely. And Jeffrey further went on to say in text messages which James had revealed in his comeback video Jeffrey said to James that he was going to get on camera with Grayson and Ethan Dolan who are big YouTubers in the YouTuber community talking about how he tried to mull Grayson in his sleep and if you watch the Dolan twins there were videos of him being kind of almost weird and I don't know if it was a joke that was put in there, or, like, it was scripted or what, but I remember them making a joke, Grayson making a joke about being in a Yui or something, and James was like, well, how about you bang me instead? <laughs> you know? And we've also seen the tweets and the Instagram comments of him making sexually suggestive you oh, know, yeah. Listen, Grayson's an attractive guy, he is, but I think... Forget the part that it's a gay man. Just in general, those kinds of statements are kind of uncomfortable, especially in person.
1: They're uncomfortable in general. If you yeah. think about it as a man doing that to a woman, everyone be would be yeah. Everyone would be standing up,
0: screaming. Right, but because it's a gay man, it's like, well, you're you're a piece of trash for trying to defend Grayson or something. It's like, what? People are actually defending James's behavior. And what happened a year later today? It came out that when Shane had came out with the beautiful world of Jeffrey Star, what was a documentary series, right? It came out that allegedly, given by the trailer, and seeing Tati's By Sister video in the background, that was supposed to be part of the documentary. And it never made it. People started to wonder if maybe this was all planned out. The whole by Sisters thing. To take James Charles down. And what happened was that... During the time that The Beautiful World of Jeffree Star was coming out... James was coming out with Instant Influencer. Which is a YouTube series. And there was rumors that he was going to be making a makeup line. So now it's looking like... Jeffree... Shane almost banded together to take James down. And Tati, after being off the internet for months, she came out a few days ago with a video outlining that some of what was said in her by sister video was not true, and that it was said as a result of lies that she was fed by Shane and Jeffrey. And, you know, honestly... I believe her, to an extent. To an extent. To she, an extent. But she also was found
1: to be lying about a lot of things in her My Sister video. Right, because she believed that it was true. That's the thing. Not necessarily. It was a lot that was found out that she might have been lying about because she had her own makeup line coming out. Right. So they're kind of thinking,
0: well this was just like a PR stunt or something.
1: And that's another thing is there are people that are theorizing right now that she could be having something drop and that could be why she's doing this now. She could be pulling all of this right now because she has makeup coming out and she wants to take down her biggest competitor because, let's be honest, Jeffrey is a huge competitor in the makeup world and I'm not defending Jeffrey and Shane in
0: any sense there. I'm just stating a theory. Right? I think it could be that, but also now there's lawyers involved. Now, even before Tati's video, before Tati's video came out, We had other people speaking out. They had drama channels coming out saying, listen, Jeffrey and Shane talked to me, and they told me these things. And Jeffrey has always been like, oh, I don't watch drama channels, and I don't do this, and I don't do that. He's always had that who, what, me kind of mentality. And now they're coming out and showing this guy's trash. And he's also now getting outed because of jokes that he's made about straight men that he slept with a video that's come out where he, I'm pretty sure that he, he r- that man, remember? There's well, a video, that okay well here's the thing the guy was sloshed, he could barely, co- he couldn't talk he didn't know where he was very clearly, he started getting sick, and Jeffrey clearly said in the video that they had just had sex and it was him and another girl and when he started puking in the toilet, that, that poor kid, he I mean, Alcohol poisoning. He was like, Oh my god, that's so hot. Just making a joke like that, right? Well, then the kid basically collapses on the floor. He jokingly smacks him. He goes, Wake up, I hate harder than Chris Brown. Hit Rihanna and said, You bet you liked me, didn't you? Yeah, that's definitely fucked. seriously and you know we have Shane constantly defending Jeffrey and all that and Shane is no stranger to allegations of sexual assault and (laughs) had because that quote that I read that is something that he said in a video granted yes it was 10 years ago but the reason why I shared that is because now there's more of a timeline so as some people may know a video resurfaced that maybe had came out a couple years after the whole computer debacle, right? Yes. Um, he wasn't actually mask, but making a gesture to Willow Smith's poster. And I believe it was out of the Yes. It was. Yeah. And he was making a really f- joke about it and singing. And it caught the attention of Willow Smith's brother, Jada, and Jada Pinkett Smith. You guys know. Oh, yeah, you don't Uh, have to be taught that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it caught the attention of all four of them. And they came out and they were like, listen, this isn't okay. This is wrong. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are like, cancel culture, blah, 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 blah. But this is a set of cancel culture I can get on. See, I definitely understand that. Because I
1: was grossed out by that when it happened, too. It was definitely disgusting. The only reason I say that it's... In the past is just because of that time period that really was the time of shock culture let's be honest look at all of the freaking youtubers back then yeah there's yeah, like, not a single yeah. video from back then that i can watch and not be disgusted with myself for enjoying it
0: right but i think we have this double standard where it's like if it's somebody that we're a fan of a lot of times we can make excuses like yeah it was in the past but will we say that to somebody nowadays if it was an older white person and they reference somebody as colored person you know what i mean you wouldn't excuse that it was just like well it was their generation it doesn't matter it's still wrong you can't defend that i honestly think it varies from person to person i personally look at all of that
1: stuff like there are youtubers i'm not fans of i don't like them at all and i can still see that and i can still recognize it as that was the time period there are movies i see and i'm like they would never get away with that joke now and i thought they were trash movies back then i think they're trash movies now there was just a lot back then that you could get away with that you can't now, and everyone loved it. That's how you got fans. And it's disgusting when you look back at it, yeah. but we were generally the demographic that, that they were trying to get back then. Right, And they thought it was funny. Yeah, it was basically what it was. I'm, I'm gonna be completely open and honest in this. Especially in our community, there wasn't much to teach about racism. In our schools, we're predominantly white in this town. hmm And I'm not gonna lie, I had a friend who would always tell me she wanted to be black because she thought black women were super pretty. And... Nowadays, you'd get frigging castrated for that. Well... Right. Not necessarily. I wish I was black. Well, no. she would say it's because she thought they were super pretty. Right. Well, I didn't even know blackface was a thing back then. Oh, I did. It was like 7th or 8th grade. I was never taught about blackface
0: back then. We didn't get taught about it. I I don't know. I think it might vary because I, mean, I knew blackface as a kid. I knew it was wrong. Yeah, but
1: I didn't know what it was back then. Yeah. So I went on Photoshop and I thought it would be nice <laughs> to Photoshop us <laughs> like looking like we had dark skin. Oh, um, and that mortifies me nowadays. And it wasn't because I thought it was funny. I thought it was genuinely being a nice thing, being like, "Well, this is what you'd look like if you were black." Right. Because she thought she like she just wanted to be black. She yeah. thought that black people were super pretty. And I had no idea what blackface was. She didn't know what it was either. Neither of us had any idea that it was wrong.
0: For me, I had an idea that it was wrong because when I was a little kid. <laughs> This was just so screwed up. When I was like okay, I didn't know any better. I was like, poor. And I told this, I, I, I told this guy, I guess, that he was like, I said something about my mom about him being a chocolate man, and he was like, taken aback, but he was kind of like, oh, okay, but my mom was like, no, like, that's wrong. And that's the other thing, Shane is also, I guess the reason why we're mentioning this too is because Shane has also been voted for Blackface. But I think it's a double standard in a way too, because it's got these people coming out on the left side that... Has, but it's like, if right, one person did that, it's like, wow, what a piece of <laughs> you're racist. I what think mean? if you learn
1: from it, there's a difference. If you still do it, if you do not acknowledge acknowledge it, do not apologize, you're a piece of <laughs> you acknowledge it and apologize. It is possible to grow from it. There are people that learn. That. Like I will fully say, I was shocked when I the first time I heard Mitt Romney was protesting for Black Lives Matter, and. Mm-hmm. I fully commend him for that. And I think that's a good thing. And I thank him for protesting with Black Lives Matter. I think that's amazing of him. I'm not a Republican by any means. No. And do I side with his beliefs? For the most part, no. no. <laughs> I do not. But I definitely agree with
0: supporting Black Lives Matter. and Yeah, as long as you're not causing any harm. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. If you're peacefully protesting, I think it's great that people from the other side are regardless of and that's why I'm saying
1: anyone can change and that's why the whole blackface thing yes and there have been multiple times where Shane has mentioned that like he's grown from his past he hasn't necessarily acknowledged that until his recent apology video that's the thing that
0: gets me too with that did you notice when you watch you I'm sure you watched it right I actually have not had the chance to yet well I'm gonna tell you now when you watch it He has no emotion. He's blank. And that to me alone shows me that he has not changed. And another thing is the whole joke with the To Catch a Predator thing. This isn't the first time. So as of recently, a podcast leaked. And I believe it was from five years ago or so. And i'm just putting out these incidents to lead up to now he said in this podcast quote i going to warn you guys it's disgusting so you can skip over it again he was talking on this podcast about a child that he met in real life she's an instagram influencer. why a six-year-old is on instagram i have no clue but so in any case he says this child was probably six years old and i was taking a picture or something and the kid turns to me and goes oh are you instagramming First of all, how does a five-year-old or a six-year-old know what Instagram is? And the six-year-old girl goes, how many followers do you have? And she says, 124. k for her, her dick was almost as big as mine. And I said, okay, little big dick, why do you have so many followers? And she goes, oh, I'm a cheerleader. And she shows me all her Instagram posts, which are like, first of all, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like, she said, and the person that's hosting the podcast obviously is starting to get incredibly uncomfortable. She's laughing, but not because it's funny, but because she's uncomfortable. And I know what that's like. I do. I laugh too sometimes when I'm uncomfortable. And she's telling him, you just stop. You're going to you get in trouble saying this. You know? Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. And he says, here is my justification for kind of people have foot fetishes. People have fetishes about, you know, everything. Fine. Everybody do your thing. So why is it that when somebody looks at Google's like, like, I don't understand that. Well, let me tell you, Shane, why it's not appropriate to say that. Just because something is a sexual orientation, such as guess <laughs> yes, <pen> and, <laughs> uh, and be s, <laughs> technically, yes, I guess you could say they're sexual orientations. So you're attracted. However, it is morally wrong, it is legally wrong. There are things that cannot give consent. Children cannot, cannot give, give consent. consent. Animals cannot give consent, okay? And you're thinking about it. You may think it's harmless because so it's a thing you don't know, or you could know, and you're just an ignorant piece of trash, these are children who are victims of human trafficking, and you're downloading that photo that a human trafficker took a picture of, and you're putting it on another computer for somebody else to see, and that is how the distribution of child pornography starts, that's how it begins, and it's a never-ending cycle, and you'll see places like Pornhub, for example, they've gotten outed because they're not very good with regulating their content, and people have posted photos, videos of people being raped. They're young children. Oh yeah, and it is such... I understand legal pornography.
1: I'm not gonna lie and say I've never watched porn. Yeah, no, I, I think le- we all have watched porn at I, point in your life. I have legally watched porn. I am an adult. I have legally watched it. I have watched legal porn videos. But it's such... It's when they allow just anyone to upload, That's you are right. opening such a can of worms, you cannot necessarily prevent there are girls who can look like they're of age. Yeah they're and not. Yeah. If you look at it, you could I'm going to go be a little bit off topic but not. Yeah. There are instances where people can be convicted of being a sex offender for having sex with a minor. Because you know. Yes, because maybe they went to a bar and this girl and she said she was was 23 and then she said well i live with my parents well maybe her dad walked in and her dad called the cops and she happened to actually be 17 years old and now you're branded as a sex offender for your entire life which that is not right either by the way are you expected
0: to check the id of everyone that you have a one night stand with that was what i was about to say do i need to be in this kind of culture now where I need to have you sign a contract, I need to look at your ID in order for me to have consensual sex with you. And if you're in a bar,
1: getting drinks anyways, you obviously have a fake ID, so where the frick is the
0: line? Yeah, and also, uh, hello, did the bartender pay attention, or... I mean, I get that the IDs, fake IDs are becoming more and more like... Oh, I've seen some fake IDs... And they well, are real. realistic. <laughs> they do. But you, that's why, as in security, we were trained for fake IDs when I was in, um, even in retail. Because especially when I was working in the <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, I, I wish I could say that it wasn't common to find fake IDs, but it's, it's very a casino environment. And, you know, a lot of human trafficking happens there. Um, and also, what I want to say, especially when it comes to the pornography aspect, no, porn is not a bad thing. Well, when you start charting into the territory of where do you draw the line, it's not okay. And sex trafficking
1: in general, because even if they're adults, they could be a victim of sex trafficking. That's what I'm
0: saying, and actually, believe it or not, there are porn stars that have been sex trafficked. Oh,
1: yeah. I, into uh, that
0: position, and that's why I feel that porn should be regulated more than it is. It absolutely needs to. It has nothing to do with me being a fruit, either. Oh, definitely not. I have to do a
1: human trafficking training as part of my job. And a huge thing with it is a lot of people that are in the sex industry, and I have nothing against sex industry workers. You are doing a job, and if it is a job that you choose to do at your own free will, I have all the respect in the world
0: for you because that is a dangerous job to do. Do I agree with it? No. Do I respect it? No, I don't. But if you are going to this uh, on your own accord, who am I to tell you you can't do that? But what I will tell you, you can't do, is that you cannot traffic another human being. Absolutely not. Nobody should Especially be Especially a child. And then a
1: huge thing is a lot of it is it starts with somebody, either with a teenager or even with young adults who are over the age of 18, young college students, male or female. A lot of the time there are trans or gay men involved in it as well. Where they are taken by somebody who poses as a boyfriend or even somebody who pretends to be like a parent. And they do something along the lines of, oh, you want that dress? Yeah, I'll get you that dress. Oh, let me take you out to dinner. Oh, well, you see that person there? Well, you owe me for that dress. You owe me for that dinner. So you have to go sleep with them now. And it, you don't see it as them being your pimp, but they're your pimp and you don't owe it. And if you're a victim of sex trafficking, if you think you could be a victim, I will make sure that we have resources for numbers you can call, Absolutely. make sure things are posted
0: because I have a ton that you could use. Yeah, and I I am a very firm supporter of the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign. I've known about it since I worked in retail and actually if it was not for the Blue Campaign, I wouldn't have been able to help sex trafficking victim I actually came across one in a casino and I'll never forget it and I'm very grateful to have had that resource and I think they should be posted in every establishment absolutely they have DHS has pamphlets they have posters you can even donate to them I think you know also with the Immigration and Customs Enforcement granted yes people have issues with them but they have to also remember that they help with sex trafficking as well and that is a big issue, and no matter where you come from, absolutely. And I think a lot of people also, with that being said, they kind of get this misconception that it just is in foreign countries. It's not. It's right here in the United States, and Shane's behavior contributes to that. Absolutely,
1: and people need to recognize their problematic behavior. And just one thing I want to throw out there for a piece of information, just because I know a lot of people love the Super Bowl, if you ever happen to get tickets to the Super Bowl, I want you to keep in mind if you're ever in a hotel by there, if you ever do want to help a sex trafficking victim, it has been proven that the number one place for sex trafficking, the number one time that it occurs, is in the city of the Super Bowl during the week of the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. During the, in those hotels. So keep an eye out if you are ever in those areas. There's you could potentially like help Oh, yeah. That is the number one. Mm-hmm.
0: So keep an eye out. Large venues are number one for sex trafficking. And the reason why I mention the sex trafficking is because I think my issue when we were talking about this the other day, you're like, well, just because he acted, he didn't act upon it. But the fact of the matter still remains that he is. A sexual predator oh absolutely i believe he i truly believe now listen we, yes we are legally innocent until proven guilty in court that does not save you though from the court of public opinion when you are putting this crap out there they didn't come out for days until they said something and jeffrey made this screwed up lies while his friend is having a shit on instagram live he puts out this instagram posting oh yeah i'm with my 103 year old grandmother. it's her birthday he's not buying a damn toyota and acting like nothing was wrong and taking pictures with fans. Thing, How do you do that? The thing that really it seems weird
1: to me is he's been radio silent. I think he's making Shane take all the heat right now, too. Oh, absolutely,
0: because he's... I, I think he's a narcissist, and I think he's a piece of garbage. Because, yes, I was one of those people where I saw the racist stuff, and as disgusting as I thought it was, I was like, well, he's doing better now. He's trying to talk about people of color having more inclusivity in the beauty community and what have you and i believed it and now i just see it as a, a virtue signaling and using black people as a token trying to keep from his racist behavior and his predatory behavior as well i honestly think the entire beauty community is toxic it's toxic yeah. it's honestly so sad uh, not all of it but i will say i think the majority of them yeah definitely the majority like money, money i think get to them and they you want to know what this kind of reminds me of now that we bring up the racism and the pedophilia and all that? Trump. Not even just that. (laughs) Epstein. Yes. Absolutely. This is no different than Epstein. People are making all these excuses for Shane and Jeffrey because they're fans of him, but it's like, this is major crap that's like Epstein. And I think the other thing that came out that really upset me was what Tati had mentioned. Um, was that I guess James wanted to commit suicide because of what was said because some of it really wasn't true and he was about to jump off a hotel building and Shane said, don't worry about him because he's a he's a narcissist and he's a predator he only cares about himself look at you Shane I mean, he literally portrays himself as this innocent person with bad anxiety and this and that and he comes across as somebody who's an empath and tries to understand and Tati is an empath, she is and he preys on her. And Jeffrey preys on her. They prey on weak people. I think Shane does have some form of mental health issues. I will there's say- There's no question in my mind. And he's, you know, he's been a victim of sexual assault. Oh, yeah.
1: I think that a huge thing with Shane is there is so much that has gone on with him mentally that he has not confronted himself. Oh. And he is working so hard to try to- deal with helping other toxic people because that's a huge thing that he's doing he's been taking on so many other toxic people and he's welcomed these other toxic people into his life and he's been manipulated by them he has oh my god
0: he's it's interesting
1: I don't think it's so much that he's turned into a manipulator I think it's that he's being manipulated to actually believe these things
0: Yeah, but then he's following on about his merchandise He goes, well, I don't, I don't know if you want to buy it You know, you shouldn't buy it, but um, go buy my merch anyway Like, that's so freaking emotionally manipulative That is a manipulation tactic Honestly, you know, I see like, so
1: many YouTubers do that, though So that doesn't even bother me
0: I don't know I think, you know, you got all this crap coming out about you And you're trying to act like nothing's wrong And then, instead of coming out and being like, yes, this is, this is true. I said these things. He has his fiance go and defend him online, calling Tati Westbrook a master manipulator and this and that. Well, and the, like, Yes, do I believe she shifted blame on some people? Absolutely. But I'm glad that she at least admitted, yes, I'm stupid enough to believe them. But people were like, well, she's 40 years old. She should know better. I don't think there's really any age where it's like... Well,
1: I did actually catch his uh, live stream on Instagram. Yeah. He was actually, while watching the video, going to go out and talk about it. And he was livid while on the feed and freaking well, the hell out. Well, I too, if anybody, you know, called me out saying I was a piece of shit when I didn't want anybody Oh, I know, but he was, he was going to address it himself, but he was visibly freaking out and he was... Like he was red, like full on red. Oh no,
0: I saw it. I saw it because somebody actually recorded it. But you know the other thing that really I think concerns me out of all this is that all the people that are coming out one by one. It's almost like the Harvey Weinstein effect, you know, it's a domino effect, all these people. But the most common denominator that I hear this this is as somebody who's a legal professional. I'm hearing I'm scared for my life. I've relocated because I am afraid. Oh yeah. What kind of power does Jeffrey Shane have over these people?
1: That's, a, that's one of the big triggers, but that's also why I'm waiting to hear from both sides because there are,
0: there are lawyers involved.
1: Yes, and there's also... That's telling. Yes, and there's also... It's just, it's hard to tell because they are such big people in the YouTube community, in the beauty community, that there are instances where people could just be lying to get clout. And I'm not saying that they are. I don't know what's going on. I'm waiting to see more from their sides. Because I know the stuff that they've done that is wrong. And I fully acknowledge that it's wrong. Yeah. And I'm waiting to just kind of see more of it. Oh yeah, I think we all are. And even with you saying Shane was emotionalist in his apology video that I just haven't gotten a chance to watch yet. I know that there are times where my anxiety gets so bad that I kind of shut down and, and get numb. So I can't even judge fully off of that. That's why I'm saying I want to wait to see more before I do a full judgment. Um, I definitely agree that things that he has said is wrong. Yeah. And I definitely agree that he has problematic issues. I hope that he has acknowledged them in therapy. He has not addressed the pet issues. He definitely needs to. And acknowledge whether or not he has sought treatment as to whether or not he's actually... to terms with how wrong and problematic those statements are because i will say i know that people can unfortunately there are medical situations where for whatever reason in the brain what turns them on what sends that chemical is unfortunately children there are people that fight it not everyone that does it is not everyone that does it is a sex offender not everyone that does it touches children Right. It, it, it is a sickness, and it is one that is unfortunately not usually treatable in the sense where it will go away. But there are people who fight their urges because they know that it is wrong. They know children cannot get consent. Right. And I don't know if that's the case with Shane. I don't- I can't know. And I don't know if he was using pictures as a way to try to, like, live a fantasy- I can't say, because I'm not in his brain, I'm not his therapist, and for all I know, he could have been one of those people that were trying to fight those urges. He could have that kind of issue. He could have just been joking. I don't know. He could have been completely serious. He could actually be a sex offender. I do not know. I'm waiting to hear more. That's why I'm not saying I'm a full-on fan. I'm not saying I'm supportive of anything. I'm saying I'm waiting for more from both sides because there are two sides to every story and I just, I don't know how to feel right now because th- we're in a community, receipts can be faked. Look, look at what happened with Taylor Swift and Kim Kardashian. The entire phone yeah. call was leaked and it was found that Kim Kardashian edited the phone call to make herself look better. That sound bad. Yeah. Like... Let's be honest. That's why I'm waiting for both
0: sides. Yeah, you know, another thing I think that is important to mention with this is Ching is associated with somebody who was associated with Dobby Vanity, and Jeffrey King, keep a story straight. now, for those of you who don't know who Dobby Vanity is. Trash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was a person who, he's the lead singer for Blood on the Dance Floor, Jeffrey started toured with him. And Jeffrey knew that this guy had rumors swirling around him, that he was a sexual predator, that he was a ten. 10- was a 21 year old dating a 10 year old he had a thing for children that he would take under girl uh, underage girls in the back of his bus and he would have sex with them but he lied straight out after making a tweet years ago that this guy was a sexual predator and he never wants to talk to him again right comes out years later for chris hansen's interview regarding Dobby vanity's allegations that he didn't see anything he didn't know anything he had a person come out Against him and say, uh, Jeffrey, you were there. And when you watch that video of him, now listen, I'm not a body language expert, but I'm very good with body language. And there have been people that have come out, actual certified psychologists, saying, Jeffrey's lying. You see him licking his lips, you see him constantly looking down, shaking his head when he's talking. You're shaking your head, typically, you, your brain cognitively, you're not believing your own lie. And I think. This just goes to show we let these people get away with so much I think fame in general is so
1: toxic yeah. you look at it and children are manipulated any of it is just the things that some people have to do when they're famous to feel not even to feel important there are it is known If you look at documentaries that have to do with L.A., that have to do with Hollywood and fame, there are instances where children have to have sex with the producers to get a role. Yeah. And it's a known thing, but they don't talk about it. We know about it, but it's taboo, so we don't talk about it. We don't do anything about it. Right. For all we know, the kids we see in movies especially, it's become a little more cracked down on because it has become more relevant since documentaries have come out. But if you look at things like Home Alone, for all we know, I'm pretty sure it's actually come out, hasn't it come out, that he was actually sexually assaulted? By Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Hulk Yeah. I think he was also sexually assaulted by his producer, but I'm not 100% sure, but a lot of the kids no. you see in older movies, there's a strong chance that they were sexually
0: assaulted by their producers.
2: Right.
0: And I'm not saying 100% by I' to worry but I'm saying this is a prime example you got somebody who's in a position of power, right? He's in a position of power in a different capacity. Absolutely. But we have people who are coming out with not, no proof, really. Like, take, for example, the the L advice call, you're saying, oh, I was sexually assaulted by Donald Trump, but then the story wasn't coming up for me, okay? And people chastise them for that, without any proof, okay? But then, we have Jeffrey and Shane, they are in a position of power. Are they in the office of the United States? No, they're not. But they have a huge platform, right? And these allegations are not only coming out, but from what is, has come out, like the videos and such, it's true. And there are people defending him, and, and both of them, and it's like, how can you make an excuse for one and not the other? And it's that way the other way around as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I'm think just it's,
0: saying, it's weird.
1: I don't think it's right to make excuses. It is definitely wrong. There's, there's no way to say it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, that that's part of why I want to see more from both sides because people can cry false things. And you and I have both read the affidavits against Trump. We know that Correct. he is a child sex offender. There's a possibility, yes, because there's being settlements outside of. There are five settlements and the affidavit goes into great detail and it includes Epstein. So there are strong possibilities. Correct. And that is part of the thing that makes it so we can talk more about that side. Yeah. But with Shane and Jeffrey, there's a lot of stuff in their past that leads it to be like there's a strong possibility that they have tendencies. I just wanna see a little more from their side just to make sure people aren't doctoring shit, just because I yeah. know how people are with clout.
0: Oh yeah, of course. But I mean I think that the the video of him whacking to Willow Smith is a I mean how much more clear proof do you need from that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's just
1: Oh no, that's disgusting. That is
0: disgusting and that tells me there's something not right with this situation with Dobby Vanity with Jeffrey Flappovic, how much more do you think that? Oh, I agree. Like, I, I, I want more to come out, obviously. Oh, absolutely. But, from what I gather, and I'm There's, saying this as a, I'm not even just looking at this as a fan. I'm looking at this as somebody in the legal field. Like, this is not right. And I think that it is going to eventually turn into a criminal investigation. Oh, it
1: more than like will. I mean, will. Sanders
0: Kennedy, the drama channel, he said, listen, I gave this information to the police and the police... Statement. Can I find the statement? No, but I'm sure eventually I'll find it. This is serious business. We're talking about like Jeffrey Epstein in the beauty of the beauty community type of situation. Basically. You know? It's no different. And I just hope that all the darkness that comes to light, I hope that it'll be fixed. If there's any victims involved, I hope that, that they get some sort of closure. Absolutely.
1: And I hope that. There aren't victims. There's I truly no guarantee guarantee there, are, there aren't. There is no guarantee. I hope sucks. that there aren't, and that uh, there is definitely something going on. I will say that they yeah. definitely need help. There is something messed up in both of their heads. I will one hundred percent say that. I hope there are no actual victims.
0: Yeah, because I mean, we don't know of any yet. Yeah, but given what was said. I mean, we already know there were victims of
2: blackmail.
0: Yes. That is for sure. That is a given. Blair White came out with her video. She is a victim of blackmail. Well, yes. Victims of blackmail. They absolutely
1: deserve to have something yeah, to feel safe. I mean, I'd like to
0: speak to an attorney about this in general, so maybe we can get some more insight in the second episode regarding this. But from at least what I have seen, I, just, I think that Tati could possibly win this case. The other thing that I did bring up Tati that I to mention, she, yes she has receipts but people are like, well she doesn't have receipts because she can't share them. She's saying she can't share them but that's the thing. She can't, can't. she legally cannot share these things. She has them. They're there because the thing is if they weren't there she wouldn't be talking about I'm well within my statute of limitations to bring a case against these people we'll talk to you probably have to have some liability in this BS. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. Because we're, we're looking at a defamation suit right now for all three of them that are involved. But And, and just to
1: clarify, just so you know, the information we currently have, because more could come to light before this episode is posted, we are currently recording on July 3rd. So... 2020. Yes, of 2020. So, we probably do not have all the information that is out. More could absolutely come out for all i know we could find out that there are absolutely victims and i could have some choice words to say so
0: yeah we could have an episode two about this i think that that's a given i like i said i see all three of them having some sort of liability and all this. absolutely but i think the way is heavily going to be on jeffrey shame because it's been proven that jeffrey concocts all these lies and he can't even keep up with his own lies that's the oh definitely he's a pathological liar and the other problem is that it's been proven that he basically blackmails people
1: oh yeah and i know they haven't taken down well no i don't know if they've taken down jeffrey's yet but i know they've taken down
0: shame shane's on, Mor- on morphe because he has a stake in morphe as a shareholder yes in morphe so it's like he can do no wrong in their eyes because look at this is my biggest investor and I think that's the other thing where money and power comes into place. It's just sickening. I think Jeffrey seems to get no accountability. He doesn't have to hold accountability for anything. Oh yeah, Shane's he... going down, and I think I think eventually maybe Jeffrey will go down with everybody else. But Jeffrey right now is taking everyone down with him. Oh, absolutely, And it's sick. And like I said, I I hope that, like I said in an earlier episode, you know, I believe in, in karma, and in, there's good karma and bad karma, but I think they're going to get all the bad karma. And listen, this doesn't exchange, This doesn't excuse what James Charles did. People are saying, like, well, now suddenly the allegations don't matter. They do still matter. But at some point, all these people involved, they're all going to have to face judgment. Whether the judgment be in court, judgment in your next life. Absolutely. you are gonna take it with you. You can't you can't keep those things hidden away forever.
1: Yes. And the beauty community, it needs to shape up. Because it is toxic. Not even with just them. It is toxic in many forms. There is a lot of body shaming. There is a lot of shaming based on looks. If you look at some videos, and I'm referencing Shane videos because those are just some I've seen that involve Morgan Adams. Mm -hmm. Um, there were videos that referenced how the beauty community was trying to talk her into getting like, plastic surgery and stuff and shaming her looks and then they would shun her when she didn't really want to do that. There's just, there's so much toxic in the beauty world and it makes me sad. Absolutely. Can we just start embracing people? Makeup should be about being fun and we should be able to embrace ourselves. One of my favorite people is honestly Nikki Tutorials because let's be honest. Robbie Christie. I haven't watched. (laughs) You're a culture. Go watch Robbie Christie. (laughs) Listen. She's wonderful. Well, my big thing is I don't. I watch certain ones because you know me. I don't wear
0: makeup every day. I'm not so much of a makeup person. She is like the most unapologetic person. There's days where she doesn't wear makeup. There's days where she she doesn't give a about what she looks like. She doesn't give a about the way she eats. She doesn't give a shit about... Solid. She's just the I don't give a shit girl. And and you know what? She's relatable too because you know what? She's not that cookie cutter beauty YouTuber. They all look a certain way. She's not like that.
1: See, I love Nikki because she's just unapologetically
0: I love I love Nikki. I do. So, you know what? Why don't we give kind of like a little list to end this on... To end this on a good note? A list of YouTubers that we love that are unproblematic. And I'll start... Robbie DeChristy, making tutorials. tutorials, uh, Angela Bright, I love her if you have not watched her. Just go watch her please, she's awesome. Um, who else? I think Simply and Yep. And, I mean, she's just, not that she can do no wrong, but I mean, she's just... She is a mom.
1: She's like, she her. doesn't have kids, she doesn't believe in marriage. I love her to death. Her and her boyfriend are amazing. She
0: works in the criminal justice field, too.
1: She does. She does work in the criminal justice field. She works in the Canadian
0: government. She is a government employee.
1: She fully preaches education. I love her.
0: Yeah, and you know, Brent Van Rock, even though he kind kind of thinks of the past, yes, he, I love him. He's unproblematic, I feel. He's great. And another one, Ann Nook, I love her. She gets into no drama. She's, and she's from the Netherlands. She has a pretty huge following. I love her. Unproblematic, super talented. Also, if you're into just some kind of
1: bullshit funny videos or just just crazy videos to kind of start your morning, good mythical morning with Rhett and Link. Oh, they are amazing. That loves them. They're amazing, and they're also Southern boys, but they're Southern boys who have very much changed from very conservative Christians to changing their views.
0: Just being a little bit different.
1: Yeah, so they are very interesting.
0: Um, yeah, and uh who else? The another person that I watch and it's a, it's a podcast as well, Joe Sanagato. Oh, that's a good one. And he listen, if you are the kind of person who has a juvenile sense of humor, dirty sense of humor, dark sense of humor, beyond juvenile, I do. I'll admit it, I'm a female and I have a what they call stereotypical male sense of humor. Watch Joe Sanagato's The Basement Yard. It is hilarious. I love it. And I listen to it every week. It gets me through probably my worst days. And it's nice to listen to you in the car as well. You don't have to watch it on YouTube. It's a podcast. You plug it in. But yeah, they live stream their podcast. Or they put their recordings on YouTube. And I love them. They're awesome. And then the
1: Try Guys or Sophia
0: Nygaard yeah i don't know if I'm pounds, like her name Sophia right Nickard. yeah i love her i think she's great and the try guys yes they're hilarious they're i love them. hilarious i i love them and there's one more person us uh, samantha Robendahl. dr mike i love him dr mike I really gonna love Dr. Mike, <laughs> especially if you
1: want to watch someone reacting to medical dramas. He's an actual doctor, and he reacts to them. And he reacted to one recently that was so inaccurate <laughs> that I swear he was about to have a heart attack. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a
0: stroke. I remember that one. But yeah, I mean, if you guys know of any awesome bomb ass YouTubers that we can get behind let us know. Give us lots of love in the comments for your favorite YouTubers. Um, Also give us lots of love in general. Uh, We will see you guys in our next one. the sources we use for this episode as well as photos check out our facebook page burden of proof the crime cast we're also on instagram at burden of proof crime and twitter at burden of proof cc so give us a follow there for case requests and other inquiries you can email us at burden of proof the crime at gmail.com we hope you are staying safe during this time and as always we will see you in our next episode
2: bye